0: If you want to do something, if you feel like you have a dream, you have to work on this right now and do not wait for a perfect moment to be happened.
1: This podcast shows that Ukraine is not what foreigners see on television. Together, we will break all the stereotypes about Ukrainians. So when the flag of Ukraine is lifted anywhere in the world, everyone will know Ukraine and its unique culture because today, Ukraine has a dynamic new generation that will change the world. Hello, my name is Aziz, and I have a deep connection with Ukraine. My grandfather volunteered in 1987 to help liquidate the Chernobyl chemical radiation because he believed in humanity. He was a real hero for me, and even though he struggled with cancer after that for the rest of his life, he always told me many great things about Ukraine and its people. Then from 2018 to 2019 for two years, I began working with UNICEF in Ukraine to help build orphanages for Ukrainian children and thank you all so much for the support more than 160 people participated in this project for ukraine from the vice president of the helen marlin group to the vice chancellor of the ugcc to the president of the erasmus student network kiev to the president of the world trade center kiev to students from the flex program ukraine global scholars yale university harvard and the london school of economics to the united nations to the vatican church to interns at the ukrainian parliament and at the canadian parliament to top one percent students in ukraine but not only them this project is for all ukrainians from all backgrounds and if you wish to participate Send me a message on Instagram at aziz.future and join the Telegram channel at Kiev.Future. Future. My goal is to make interviews with hundreds of Ukrainians and the world is listening. This podcast is already top 50 in the United Kingdom, Germany, France, Switzerland, and Monaco. Top 25 in Austria, Germany, Canada, Russia, and Poland. Top 15 in Australia, Italy, Spain, and Dubai, and top 10 in Norway, Sweden, the Netherlands, South Korea, and many other places. Because this is now officially the number one podcast on Apple about Ukraine, together we will break the stereotypes. Together we will help all other countries discover and respect the greatness of Ukrainian people and this good reputation. Will support the development of Ukraine, creating more opportunities for every Ukrainian to have a better life. So let's begin. My guest today is Irina Hirenko. Irina is an English Access Micro Scholarship Program alumna 2017, a Camp America participant in summer 2019, and worked at the nonprofit organization. Achievement Centers for Children in Cleveland, Ohio in the United States a summer camp for kids and adults with special needs. Currently, she is a Camp America interviewer in Ukraine, helping applicants to go through the process of this international exchange program and finishing her degree at the Kharkiv State University of Design and Arts. She also reviewed Financial aid for taking online courses from Stanford and the University of Illinois. Irina loves volunteering, especially working with kids who have special needs. She took part in the Space Camp charity project and participated in organizing the Oleshki Secret Santa project. Irina, how are you today?
0: Hi, um, thank you for having me today. I'm really excited about this podcast. It's my first time doing something like this, and I'm really happy to be here.
1: We will have a lot of fun. So I will begin with something that isn't about achievements and professional work, but about Irina, the person, the girl herself. When you really want to feel alive, to feel better, to feel amazing, What is something that you like to do that balances your emotions and gets you that great feeling?
0: Well, for sure, it's volunteering. It's something that fills me with love and inspiration. Um, I work with kids since 2016, and it's something that keeps me moving. It's something that, yeah, fills me with emotions. It just Seeing the impact that you're making into someone's life is something incredible and something that keeps me, keeps me alive.
1: Thank you. So, when you work with those children and see the impact you have on their lives, you feel emotions, especially love and feeling inspired. Did I understand correctly?
0: Yes, the feedback that I'm getting is much more than I'm giving to them. It's incredible.
1: Thank you. So, all that you give. Yet the feedback and the impact you see on their life and love and the happiness is even more in return than any effort you put, right?
0: Yes, correctly.
1: And do you have a story or a memory or a specific child that you think often about when you think about your work and think, wow, I made such a huge difference. I feel connected and impacted by this child.
0: Well, I can't choose just one Like, all the kids that I worked with, all of them are incredible. But it's just when you ask, there was one thing that came up in my mind. And um, when we were volunteering with my friends from Access uh, in Poltava, we went to a rehabilitation center for kids with special needs. And after we finished our session um, of games, uh, singing together and just playing, and um, there was a nurse who came up in the end to us, and she was like, "Girls, I just want you. I just want to thank you for what you're doing because there was a boy on boy the wheelchair. I believe he has um, the cerebral palsy, and he was all the time smiling, and he was just super happy, and he was playing with us. And the nurse said that it was the first time for them." whole period when he was on the rehabilitation it was the first time when he smiled and i just felt like oh my god this is like that's the thing that i want to do for the rest of my life that's the thing that inspires me and keeps me alive
1: i really like that and that's a really powerful story to make it even more like did you have how did that volunteering work begin How did you make that decision? What was the first moment or first event that made you fall in love with volunteering with children? And why specifically children? Did you love them even before and you chose to? Or you tried? The circumstances made you um, have the opportunity to work with children and you fell in love? Or how was that beginning adventure and moment and experience?
0: Mm, Well, I think we started volunteering together with Access Team uh, in 2016. But before that, I just felt like I want to make an impact uh, on kids who has disabilities because um, since the childhood, I had... um, I was literally living at hospitals for like two years in the beginning of my life, I had some health problems who which required me to stay at hospital and for a long time. And I just know on my own how it is hard to be alone on this like, white walls of hospitals and how boring it is and how scary sometimes it is for kids. And it's just something that I remember we had... Um, group of girls who went volunteering and who went to us to our hospital when i was like 10 years old or nine um took out they came over and started playing with us they were making some animations like for kids we were watching cartoons and it's just something that i remember from a childhood and i just since we started volunteering with access i found that this is something that I want to do Uh, like in terms of there is a lot of volunteering which we were doing we were uh, echo volunteering on different festivals we were um, making different different projects and the thing that touched me more most the most is um, kids with special needs because because of my past I think
1: yes thank you really it's like you have a deep connection with this kind of work etc. Well, at your university, what is your specific major right now? And why not something that could bring you closer to kids, even like a nurse uh, that works with kids or something? Because you chose a more, I assume, something more artistic than that.
0: Uh, Well, I was an art student since I was like 10. I went to art school in Poltava. I graduated in seven years and I, I knew for sure that I want to be an artist. And um, right now I'm studying at Harkiv National Academy of Art. Uh, my uh, specialization is inner architecture or interior design. And I'm not just interior designer. I feel really passionate about um, creating an obtainable environment for those who are using wheelchairs or uh, who has limited physical abilities. And um, right now I'm working on my diploma project and this is an inclusive design. So, and in the future, I truly believe I will be doing something, um, something artistic, but also in the same way, something that will help um, people with special needs to live um, healthy and active life as everyone else
1: thank you very much and in addition to this this year in this period what has been something that you kept on thinking about a lot maybe something you're trying to change in your life or in the world or about your future that is really important to you and keeps on being a thought that returns to your mind again and again
0: well during the quarantine. I think I've changed my mind a lot, my thoughts, my view on life, because the current time was a tough time for everyone on this planet, and um, it just I realized how lucky we were to have everything we were able to do, and right now we're not able to travel, we're not able to like live the life we had before. And it just, I realized that maybe we shouldn't wait for like the perfect day to start uh, working on your goals because I was kind of delaying everything. I was like, okay, I will finish university and then I will try to reach my goals, which I had or my dreams. And I was just putting them in a deep shelf. But now I realized that if I want to do something, I have to work now because who knows how long your life will be who knows what happened where will happen and it just yeah if you want to do something if you feel like you have a dream you have to work on this right now and do not wait for a perfect moment to be happened
1: that's actually wonderful there is i used to do getting things done which is a productivity system and in it there is a someday category and then i thought actually Someday never happens. If it's important to me, I should begin now. There is never a perfect time for anything. So if I understood correctly, you are more the kind that sacrificed too much of today for the future, but you didn't have enough of those happy moments, meaningful moments, enjoyable moments today because you were being too busy waiting for a future and it wasn't that may or may not come and it wasn't as fulfilling did i understand correctly yes and do you feel that attitude is common in ukraine oh maybe even compared to the us how would you compare that specific attitude in kharkiv maybe or in that part of ukraine to maybe how you found people being and doing in america
0: Mm, it's an interesting question. Well, I cannot say about like all the people, every person is different. But if saying about if I'm talking about my friends from uh, Harkill, from my uni and about my friends from camp in America, we are just our mindset uh, is quite a, different. And um, like people in my community, we don't believe in ourselves as much as my friends from camp believe. Like, just we maybe, I I cannot say about everyone, but maybe people here are a bit not believing in themselves how much, that much that we should believe in ourselves because our world is full of opportunities.
1: Thank you. I remember a professor from the Kiev Polytechnic Institute came here and he was saying that his mission is to change the mindset of his students because many of the Ukrainians who studied under him, they believe there are no opportunities, there is no hope, they were almost helpless. And he said, I wanted to teach them that because of the internet, the world is so connected You have unlimited opportunities. You can create so many things. The world is your oyster. Everything is at your fingertip. And that was his mission, he said, which is something that uh, Nikita Puz also came here called the post-Soviet trauma. Do you believe that is a current and accurate uh, observation that he made or that maybe there is a percentage of people who are like that? Maybe those who study technical fields, they don't love them. They only do them to get a job. Well, people like you who are more artistic may be following our pas- their passion and therefore they will be living and more motivated and more passionate about what they do and aren't so negative-minded.
0: Well, as you said, artists, yes, we um, I believe the student of this university is more open-minded because of the passion that they decided to follow. Because, uh, for example, my um, like parents of me or my friends, uh, they were telling us that art is not a profession, that art is not a job. But still, we followed our dreams and we are trying to find a way to make our hobby and our passion um, to be our job. And I'm, I think uh, the people here in my university, they are super creative and they are full of inspiration and motivation to change the world by art. And I think it's, it's really beautiful.
1: <laughs> Thank you. And do you love traveling? You seem to be a travel lover.
0: Well, I wouldn't say as I'm such a huge traveler. I've been just in the U.S. and in Germany a couple times, and in Ireland. But I would love to explore the world. I would love to explore Ukraine because there is so much beautiful places that I never even thought about. I was working this summer at summer camp um in the western Ukraine in Carpathian Mountains, and I just realized how beautiful ukraine is and i didn't even know about this we were we went hiking we went um up to the mountain and it was so pretty and i would love people from like my friends from europe or from america to come and visit ukraine because it's so pretty (laughs) you all have to visit ukraine it's pretty and yes i think that traveling and the culture exchange which we are getting from those travelings, It's really important because get to know more about other countries, other cultures, to make your world be more bigger, to make your mind, mindset be a bit different and open minded. It's really important and travelling helps, helps me to do so.
1: I agree with you and Ukraine is really beautiful what are some of your favorite natural places in ukraine are you a mountain lover and maybe you love the carpathians or you love the sea maybe even Azov sea not only odessa or things like that
0: uh well before i went to camp i was sure i'm a sea lover i was like i love to be just lay down near the sea chill breathe the beautiful air but when i went camp. It was just filled, the air was filled with um, so much spirit of camp, of nature, of just mountain view is so beautiful and just going camping uh, somewhere in the mountains and in the forest. It's so beautiful. So yes, I'm a mountain person and the best place for me in Ukraine is definitely carpathian mountains
1: i like that what is your favorite part about the carpathian mountains and is there a place or a situation or maybe looking at the sunset or the trees that gives you an emotion that you love and what is the emotion that you get there is it inspiration is it emotion of relaxation or what is like that experience of being in the carpathian mountains to you
0: well, um, it's peace. I would say to have though this little piece of um, peace <laughs> uh, when you're just um, having great day with your friends, camping, having those uh, tents all around the place. Uh, we're having a campfire, um, just drinking warm tea and looking at the as you said sunset or sunrise it's so pretty and just the peace yes definitely having um time when you can think about everything when you can run away from the city and just be calm and think more about the purpose of life the reasons why you live and what's what you need to do and just refresh your mindset to just make it more clear and understand what's the goal why am i doing the thing that i'm doing right now what i'm working for and yeah mountains is a great place to think and refresh your mind
1: thank you and as an artist what is like when you were a little girl or as a teenager what was your favorite kind of art and did you love things like literature and movies or you were more into photography or drawing or painting or just really interior design that whenever you moved and looked in any space you were looking at the architecture the space the decor etc or what was something fascinating to you that is really artistic and a part of your personality
0: uh- well, I never was super excited about interior design when I was a kid. I just, my parents are both architects and engineers, and I was all into the sphere of buildings, construction since the childhood. And all of my family are architectures. So, and I was, I used to see the drawings, the plants and everything. And it was the best way for me to, um, To mix the thing about my passion about art and something that was exciting me from the childhood. So and about art, I I'm I'm not the like um super artistic person in terms of uh, painting. I never work with the colors super good. (laughs) If my teacher, if you would ask my teacher of art school, she would say. But I hated art like uh, drawing I loved drawing much more than painting and all of the graphics all of the details I love to work on details
1: thank you and when you draw do you really like to draw people because I'm sensing there should be a connection since you love volunteering helping children and seeing the feedback, which often is in their faces, maybe in their smiles. Maybe you also do portraits and draw faces often and you enjoy that.
0: Yes, I really love uh, to draw and I feel like my inspiration to, um, to draw is people. So you're just um, like, for example, at college, when we have some exercise, we have to draw the... Head of a sculpture. I'm not really excited about this, but when we are drawing, when we have a um, homework, when we need to draw your uh, brother or your mom or something, the person who inspires you, and I'm so excited about this. I was so excited, so I was paying so much as much attention as needed to the work, and I feel like the when the person who are inspiring you and who you really love. Uh, You are doing your best to create um, um, a drawing which will inspire them and which will show them uh, how beautiful they are.
1: Oh wow, show them how beautiful they are. So what are your thoughts about social media and maybe if there is an impossible standard of beauty that reduces self-esteem? of people and teenagers and children and women and etc do you have thoughts about that or is that not what you focus on you prefer to deal people directly so social media to you isn't such a big topic
0: well i think social media is a difficult topic uh, because we know there is so much hate. Can, there can be so much hate in social media. And in the same time, uh, social media is a great um, tool that we can use to um, implement something, to uh, find an inspiration and love in the social media.
1: Do you okay, since you're an artist in that way. If I tell you to imagine in your hand a book, can you imagine it?
0: Mm -hmm. And...
1: What color is it? Red. Does it have a title?
0: Yes. It's um, Little Prince.
1: Oh, Le Petit Prince. J'adore. Okay, let's play. Can you open that book at any page and see what is there and tell me what do you see?
0: Uh, I see a picture of... Uh, of a little prince, which is staying on this little planet?
1: Yes, I know what you mean. And imagine that little prince can speak, and he wants to tell you something. What would he say?
0: Um, he would say, please take care of my flower.
1: Please take care of my flower. And in your life, how could this be relevant?
0: Take care of yourself and of the people you love Uh, because nowadays we don't pay much attention to mental health. We all care about our health and our physical abilities, but we don't usually take much care about our mental health, which is super, super important.
1: Yes, I agree with you. And imagine he gives you a box that becomes bigger. And inside the box, there is something that will help you take care of your flower and the mental health and those you love. And when you open it, what do we discover inside?
0: Hmm. I don't know, just box of sparkling something. This is and it's called love.
1: I like it because you mentioned before love and inspiration. So love uh, the box is called love and it's full of sparkling things, correct? hmm Imagine the flower is in front of you and put some of that sparkle on it in a beautiful way and see the feedback and enjoy it. Thanks. <laughs> and the flower, how does it look like? Mm,
0: it become red and big and beautiful
1: red and big and beautiful and what do you want to do to the flower and to the prince do you want them to be together do you want the prince to continue his adventures and for you to take care of the flower or what would be a perfect scenario for the little prince and the red flower
0: um yes i would like him to um do what he wants to do he wants to travel (laughs) And so I would take care of the flower and then he will be back. And And
1: is the flower happy that he's going to do what he wants to do? Or is she a bit sad?
0: Well, I'm sure she is happy because uh, the prince will uh, do what he really wants to do. And uh, the flower will be happy about the, the thing that makes him happy. So she'll be happy too.
1: And the prince is which part of you and the flower is which part if they were to represent size of your personality and who you are?
0: Um, well, the prince is more uh, the adventure part when I want to go for culture exchange program, when I want to go abroad to explore something. And the flower is something that keeps me on the ground and something that is more a wise thinker, I would say.
1: A wise thinker. And if there would be another side, which is your work with your children and that emotion, what would be the symbol for that? Mm,
0: It's shiny and something that is filled with a lot of emotions and love and maybe it's sun with a sunshine
1: i like it and the sun with the sunshine let it the sun rays come to that flower too and see how even better it may become
0: well i definitely think that the flower has become super um beautiful (laughs) and bigger
1: thank you Tell me about your travels in the US. Do you have great memories or some stories that you tell often that are some of your favorites about your time in the US that you can share some of them?
0: Well, more uh, of my uh, beautiful and memorable memories is more about camp because I spent there eight weeks or even nine weeks working and... Uh, everything super warm and super kind is from camp. One of the memories that's, well, um, we had the first or second week of camp. We had um, the camp, which was based in our camp, in Camp Cheerful, but it had a different name. It was Fresh Air Camp and there was there was kids with um, different ran- range of uh, special needs. And um, it was hard, like, uh, hard to see those people because I never used to uh, see, like, I worked with kids with special needs, but I wasn't working with them full time in Ukraine. And, um, and to see, um, like, older people uh, who are struggling with the same um, disabilities as my kids in Ukraine, was um, a bit harder for um, my mental, uh, I don't know, something that was, like, hard for me. I don't really know how to explain this. So, and there was a girl on the wheelchair, she, like, a big um, mechanic electric wheelchair, and uh, she had a breathing tube, the breathing apparatus, and she couldn't speak because of this apparet, so she had to use an electronic voice. It was really hard to, like, I know it's harder to be in her place, but it was hard for me to see this. And I know that the last thing that we can do is show our, uh, like, how sad we are about this. We never should do this, and we never should say something like, Oh, I'm sorry for you. It's something that is super, super bad to do so. So I was trying so much not to show how um, maybe shocked I am in some way because it was just first week and we had a talent show and this girl was um, dancing on the stage on the wheelchair and she was singing um, fight song, if you know this it was super powerful and it was just the memory which is um powerful for me and it was really beautiful and i was crying all the time when she was on the stage and i hope no one sees this and it was just the experience at camp cheerful was something that changed my life forever something that made me realize how fortunate i am to be given such an amazing opportunity in life and how grateful i should be for that because sometimes we are so um animated about our work so into the work or something some process and when something goes wrong we are uh we're not realizing how fortunate we have we are to have all the abilities to change this and we're just um given up but the experience with camp cheerful showed me that we are not allowed to give up if my campers never give up so i shouldn't either
1: that's a really powerful story we shouldn't give up if your camp cheerful those kids with really bad situations don't give up we should not and did you use that and apply it in your life Or is it which is very human and normal that sometimes we get great lessons, but we forget to use them? Is it something you remember often to be grateful and to not give up? Or you try to remind yourself often because sometimes you forget to behave in that way?
0: Well, uh, uh, I have um, a quote, uh, the piece of paper with a quote which says um, whatever happens happens for a reason and it's all around my campus all around my home and um, it's something that uh, keeps me balanced and keeps me uh, working keeps me going uh, because um, everything that happens happens for a reason and the reason we will find out this reason later and you are not allowed to give up and um it's just every door that is closed are closing in front of you automatically opens another door and maybe the um truly happiness and your truly destiny is behind that new door which is opened. and i always remember myself that we cannot give up We have to fight for our future, for our dreams, for our happy ever after.
1: (laughs) Thank you. That's really, really great. And I can feel the sincerity and caring in your heart. About Ukraine, what do you think are some important things that need to change in the country to be more kind and help the children with disabilities?
0: Well, um not just kids with disabilities, I would say the system of orphanages and um, it just I really want and I really believe that uh, the system of orphanages will be gone soon because I believe that the truly peace and happiness kids who has no family will get uh, just when will they have um, the family orphanage, the family house, which is, um, I just, oh my God, I don't know how to explain this. Um, yes, and I really think that we have to change the system of orphanages because um, it's not the way it is supposed to be. And um, we just need to, take care more of each other and think more about things we are doing, things we are saying. And I really hope that the government will pay attention to uh, kids who are um, in orphanages and boarding schools. And I hope it will be changed soon.
1: Thank you. And after graduating, what kind of city would you like to live in? Would you stay in Kharkiv? Would you go to Kiev? Do you dream of moving abroad, maybe to the U.S.? Or what would make you happy that will be the ideal scenario after graduation?
0: Um, well, I love Ukraine. I love Ukraine. And I'm a big fan of our culture, of our people, of our uh, generous people. and. Um, Our soul, and um, I love Kiev. I love Kiev. There is, it's a beautiful city. I love every time when I'm visiting or I'm going there for work or just going out with my friends there. And I see myself um, building a sustainable environment uh, in Kiev from Kiev, and I believe that. Yes, I believe that Ukraine has a beautiful future and Kiev is the um, great city for me.
1: <laughs> Thank you. I agree very much. And do you love sports and things like that?
0: Mm, I wouldn't say I'm such a sporty person, but I love to run.
1: <laughs> Maybe you like yoga, etc. Or that's not really something that you're interested in or dance? Oh.
0: Uh, well, when I was a kid, I used to go to dance clubs and dance classes, but uh, due to my health uh, problems and how health, um, due to my health, I cannot really do any sports. So I'm trying to run as much as possible, as much as I can. To- Thank
1: you. And what is okay. your health problem that? continues until today
0: um well it's uh, something with my heart i don't even know how to say the diagnosis properly in english so problem with heart
1: well i send you a lot of positive energy and good healing and i believe that's why when you speak with the children and help them and see the feedback the love makes your heart stronger and that's why it keeps you alive thank you irina
0: thank you for having me
1: if people want to follow you or to contact you what are the best social media to do that
0: uh well i have telegram i have instagram if you are interested in any of the culture exchange programs which i was doing or which i'm telling about on my post in instagram don't be afraid to text me. And it's about Camp America, I'm working as an interviewer, so you can text me whenever you want. Um, US Explorer and in Instagram. I'm welcome to. I'm grateful. Great. Oh my God, how to say this? I'm happy to answer your questions.
1: Thank you. And I wish you a healthy, blissful, amazing, energetic, optimistic day.
0: Thank you for having me. Thank you again. It was a great pleasure to try something like podcasts. And I hope that people will find something interesting and important out of this podcast.